Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. All right, guys, welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching. We're so glad to have you here. Today, we have a good friend. His name is Peyton Fisher. He is going to be helping us learn a tool and something that I actually have been teaching a lot of people ever since I learned it from him. So thank you, Peyton. And it's been, it's really cool. I actually had um, quite a few people tell me how much this tool has helped them. And it's very simple, but it's so powerful. So I told Peyton, I wanted him to come on and teach the tool to everybody. Um, I'm going to let him do that. But in a sec, just in a second, he has a lot of uh, great experiences. So I'll give you a quick little brief background and let Peyton fill in all the blanks. But he is a Utah guy. He's born and raised here. Iowa. I've been here 18 years. Oh, you were from Iowa. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then he also, he's, he's, I guess, owned a lot of businesses that have totally failed, which is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I can't wait to hear about some of those experiences, but he understands what it means to work really hard. He is very much a high energy which I kind of have that understanding because I like to talk fast, as everybody knows. High energy, get things done, keep moving forward. Let's see what else we can create. Let's see what else we can do, how else we can impact people, what else we can um, just, just see what else there is available in life, what other possibilities are there. So I love that. And whenever I'm talking to him, it's, it's exciting to hear what he's going to plan next. And, and yet the thing that's really cool is he's He's really good about accepting failure. It's almost like he has a bring it on attitude. So I want you, and he's had a lot of obstacles. And like I always say, there's never a time where we don't have obstacles. It's just a matter of, are we focusing on them? So I'm going to let Peyton talk a little bit more about some of his um, experiences and how it relates to this tool that he uses now and, and how that can help all of us. So Peyton, are you ready? Sure. Let, let's make this happen. Okay. okay so... Uh, like you were saying, I, I did. I grew up in Council Bluffs, Iowa. I moved out here to Utah when I was 14 or 15. My dad got non-smoking lung cancer, uh, and sadly, he he passed away when I was about 15. And I think a lot of that is I attribute a lot of my successes to. It sounds good and bad, but to the scarcity mentality of I'm. I've been afraid my whole life that I was going to be a failure. I thought it was my fault that my my dad passed away. And so through my businesses, through those successes and failures, like you said, yes, I have. I ran, bought, and sold about nine different companies. And seven of those haven't made any money. Some of those I've lost quite a bit of money on. But the two that have been very, very successful, I've made tons and tons of money. Uh, I ran a successful a salon and barbershop for five years, did really, really well at that. And then my previous, or my, my company that I'm in right now, I've been selling real estate for several years. Uh, we've been doing really, really well, uh, tons and tons of deals and have been able to overcome all of those, those failures with just a few big successes, which has been really awesome. And I attribute a lot of that to my coach, uh, to the Mike Ferry organization, which has been incredible. Uh, actually listening and applying to what your coach says, it actually changes things. And so I got it out of my head that my way of doing things were going to be right. And I was always right. And I was, because I was the one doing it. I am the one doing it and having someone else tell me I'm bullheaded and arrogant and stubborn. I, I got to quit saying those things. I'm coachable. I'm teachable. I'm moldable. And I do my best at applying what my coaches teach me. 
Right. And so, so through that, I was at a big training about, and you can cut me off if I'm talking too long. Mm -hmm. uh, about uh, two or three months ago, this tool called Your Whole and Complete that, that I that I taught you, it actually came to me that I was supposed to be going to a business retreat, or I mean, you you could apply this to uh, an athletic retreat or training program. It was supposed to be business specific, and it turned out to be more or less a a self-awareness program on yourself because I would have never went to a self-awareness retreat, <laughs> never, not in a million years. Now, why? Why is that? I have two questions for you, but why wouldn't you ever go there um, as opposed to a business retreat? Tell me what your, your stigma was. Because I didn't need to work on myself. Mm -hmm. I'm already good enough. I don't need help. I, I am already awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, what I realized is that, so, so that was the first one is that I didn't need to do that. And what was the second question? Well, why you thought that, there, what, what was the stigma that held you back from even the idea of going to something that might be a transformational retreat instead of a business retreat? Uh, it's one of those, like, I just feel like it's like a big counselor session involved, like a three-day counselor session. It's like, I don't need that. I've already, I love counselors. I, I think everyone should go to counseling. I just don't want to go to two days of solid counseling. And you just don't need it. Everybody else does. Yeah. Well, I'm okay with one hour sessions, just not a two day session. Okay. And so, so but I, I, and I love business. So I'll go to a business retreat if it will help me have one of my businesses grow, grow, grow like crazy. Mm -hmm. What I didn't realize though, is with this, when I went to this business retreat slash mm -hmm. uh, self-awareness retreat, it turned out to be complete self-help and it has completely changed my life over the past, has it been almost three months? Completely changed my life for the better. And so can I, can I talk about what that is now? Of course, I have one more question for you before you go on. You had just briefly like kind of glided over the fact that you feel like you were the purpose, you were the reason for your dad's death. And I just, if you're comfortable, just, yeah. just telling us a little bit, because I'm sure that's part of been the road for you of yeah. how you've responded to life when you think that you're responsible for somebody who's significant in your life. And for that, I would think that that would be something that shows up in your work and what you're choosing to do all the time. Yeah. So when I was younger, it's hard to, to explain unless someone's had someone in their, in their, their immediate family die, a close sibling or a parent, you just don't fully understand what that person's going through. And at that time, I still remember the day that my mom said, Hey, your dad has lung cancer and they gave him six weeks to live. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really understand that. And I think even to this day, as I look back, it's like, whoa, what was I going through? And when you're that young, I was the youngest of, I had three siblings living at home with me. So there was four of us and I was the youngest and life was just complete chaotic. And there was no more focus on me as a person. It was all my dad. And I don't, I'm not angry about that. It's just, it's just what happened in my life. And so when that happened, I always was wondering, you know, what did I do to cause this? What was my problem? And when my father did pass away, all my brother left on an, uh, a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. My other sister went to Dixie College, and my other sister was a gypsy, and so she's always traveling. And so it went from three siblings at home and two parents to within literally 18 months, all three of my siblings were gone. My dad passed away, and my mom went back to work. So I was like at home by myself. So I, I attribute a lot of my motivation and drive is that, and, oh, and let me back up, and financially, we didn't have the means for my mom to stay at home for a long time. My mom got like 100 grand when my dad passed away. They'd just taken his term insurance from like 400,000 to 120 or something. 
And so financially we were struggling. Just the whole world just kind of came down on me. And as I apply myself in my life now, a lot of that is the scared mentality of I'm scared to ever have my family have to go through that. So I am willing to work harder, push harder. I'll wake up earlier, stay up later, do anything that I can to make my family, at least financially wise, as successfully as, as possible. And I've realized just in the past few months that even though that's a great passion and a desire to, to make sure your family is financially provided for, there's a lot more in life that comes uh, than just having money in your bank account. Mm -hmm. And so that's where this whole, my tool, you are whole and complete, has completely changed my life. Okay, perfect. And I think that that does have a huge influence in, in the path that you've taken is what it sounds like to me. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I would, we would love to hear, keep going. I, I, I want to hear what you did. Okay. So coming to, uh, coming to the realization a few years ago that I wanted to be in real estate uh, and making tons and tons of money, I said, okay, it's time for me to, to be all this, all successful. Let's work super hard. Let's make tons of money. So over the past couple of years, uh, I got a business coach. I did exactly what he said. We made a lot of money. Uh, I, last year we did, we closed 57 deals, second full year in the business. So we're doing really well. And what, what had happened is, is I kind of hit this burnout mode of what is going on? Why am I not, why am I not happy? Uh, almost everything in, well, everything in my life is paid off except my house. I don't have credit card bills. I have no, nothing. I have money in the bank and I'm still like just inside. I'm like, God, there's something missing. What's going on? So I thought it was my business. So I, so I plowed back into my business. I joined a, a company called Allies. It's a big networking uh, group here in Southern Utah. And they said, hey, come to this big retreat with us. And I said, great, let's do it. This business, quote, unquote, business retreat. So I go to this business retreat and my participation level in anything that I do is 100%. If someone asks for a volunteer, my hands is as fast as I can go, I'll go. And so they had in, in the retreat, they had everybody sit in a big circle and they called the hot seat and said, Hey, who wants to go first? And I said, I do. Mm -hmm. So I jumped in there and I thought it was going to be, everybody's going to grill me on my business and what are my procedures and what's going on and how can I apply this? And how can we, how can we mastermind to make me a hundred times better real estate agent? Well, it was interesting because one of the first questions they asked me is, are you happy in real estate? And I was like, well, yeah. And they're like, well, why did you have to th take so long to think about that? And it's not to say that I don't enjoy real estate, but it might not be my why, my passion of, oh my gosh, I love negotiating. I love the deal. And I love that. I like those. That's, that's not my why. And it almost scared me. And I'm pretty sure I cried at that event when people were asking me, well, well, why don't you love what you do? And why don't you this? And, and they started quizzing me on, on a different level. And they asked me, well, what do you love to do? And I told them, well, I love to coach and I love to help people. I love to help small businesses. And I love to, to help people overcome the challenge of picking up a phone and dialing. And, and I can relate that in, in the, the sports world of actually doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, day in and day out and day in and, and to be able to help that person overcome that, that first hurdle to the second hurdle, the third hurdle. And what had happened is, is through that event, my insides wanted to be on my outsides. I was stressed out of my mind. There was, there was a lot of emotions on what am I doing in my life and, and what's going on. Mm -hmm. And one of the trainings that, that we talked about, and this was an indifferent way. They, they never came out and said, uh, 
that you need to put a, a bubble around yourself. As I, as I was taking my notes at the event, I'm writing all of these things. And one of the biggest things that they kept saying to everyone is you're whole and complete. And I'm like, what, what does that even mean? You are whole and complete. Mm -hmm. There are no accidents and we're here for a reason. And I'm like, this sounds like a churchy seminar type of thing. And as, as we went through on, it, it was probably at one or two in the morning, uh, that, that first night that I said, okay, something is, something's, I don't say wrong with me, but something's different that I want to change. Mm -hmm. And I wrote the words, you are whole and complete on my paper. And I drew a bubble around it. So mm -hmm. that's what I want you to imagine is you are whole and complete with your first bubble. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you are whole and complete as a person. And no matter what happens to you and your life, you always look back on that little bubble. And for those who are just listening to audio, I'm putting my hands in a circle and you are whole and complete in the middle. And what I realized is that, is that in life, when we allow things to hit us, that bubble can break and mold really easily, and you let other people pierce into that bubble. So what I did is I wrote another bubble, so a double bubble. Okay, so you have your home complete, one circle, and then about an inch out, I wrote another, or I drew another circle on that. And then I wrote the words and, and then until. You are whole and complete, and out here, we're going through so much chaos. You know, an elite athlete is like an elite business person because it's extremely hardcore. You follow extremely rigid policies, procedures, trainings, programs, everything. What we do, though, as, as professionals, whether it's in the business or, or uh, in the gym world or in the athletic world, yeah. we base our morals that you're a home complete on how good we are. Right. We did a really, really good, a really good transaction or a really good uh, routine or a really good something. Well, now I'm a better person because I did this. Mm -hmm. And in the reality, that's not how it is. It doesn't matter how you perform out here. You have to be whole and complete. And I did a really good routine or I did a really bad routine and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I can feel those emotions and I can feel that experience out here. But always remember, you have your little bubble that you are whole and complete and you're experiencing things. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I write until mm -hmm. or the, those other words is I'm whole and complete until I do a bad routine or I do a crappy deal or I have a deal fall apart. And now, now I'm not happy. Now I'm unhealthy again. Mm -hmm. And so that, that has been literally the biggest transformation probably in my life. And I've grown more than anything. I had some businesses, some huge business experiences just explode over the past two months, changed brokerages, changed business partners, changed my team. And it has literally exploded my brain. And through that whole thing, I kept going back and saying, I am home complete and I'm going through an experience over here. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything to me mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's literally, it's transformed my life. And so one of my new goals is to be able to help coach and teach people that same way as, you know, Amy, you are whole and complete and you have a really cool coaching business and you have a cool online gym. And, and even if you fail at one of those, you're still cool or you're not cool. There we go. Cool. is just a label. See, <laughs> it, it's so hard to, to, to come back to just saying you are whole and complete. Every single thing in your life you have to put out here, even your spouse, mm -hmm. even your religion, even your heart, most hardcore beliefs is your whole and complete. And I, I'm a very religious person. I read my, you know, I, I read the scriptures I, and I love reading the scriptures because it, it makes me feel good. 
whatever they are. Mm -hmm. And so, so that's, I'm, I'm going to create a name for that tool. Like you were asking me, what's the name? I don't know the name. I call it your whole and complete. That's kind of a long name. Mm. Uh, I'm telling you, I keep telling people it's the shield of truth because you have a truth in the middle. That's true. It just, it, it's just a fact. It's a fact that, that I, tr I choose to believe about me. I'm whole and complete period. And then like that, that truth, if I hold on to it, in fact, I was going to tell you, so one of the coaches that I coached um, on a college team, she had all of her athletes going into this conference uh, competition, write their truth in a circle in a bubble and then put the ring around it. And she had them decorate it on their own posters. And that's what they took with them whenever they got distracted, whenever they felt doubtful, whenever they were worried that this is going to be a repeat of last year's where they didn't make nationals. She had them have that, that week. They had worked on their team's truth and then their own personal truth. And that truth for you is I'm whole and complete. They chose which one they wanted. And that's what kept them focused and, and moving forward in the goals that they had when they were actually at the competition. And yes. I think that's something that renews your energy. Right? That, is, that is so cool. Yeah, uh, it was so cool. Cause then we just took your tool and we just tweaked it the way it worked for them. But one thing I wanted to say about your tool that I love is when there's the, the, the bubble that you said it's, it doesn't matter if it's positive. So I am whole complete until something happens and I feel less than, but also until something great happens and then I feel more than, none of that's true. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna increase your bubble or decrease your bubble. You just are whole and complete. And I love that idea. And nothing, nothing can change the core, nothing ever, zero. This is your bubble, period. And so that's what's, that's what's hardest for me because I want to say, well, I'm better because now I have more money or I'm better because I'm spending more time with my family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I have to be whole and complete and your relationships will get better. Your life will get better. Everything will get better around you once you realize that I am whole and complete and these are all circumstances around us. Well, and I love that title, whole and complete. Whole and complete period. I think when you're saying I need a title for it, I think that's great. Another thing I like about that, that bubble idea for athletes, specific, any high performing, what you're talking about are high performing people, right? It doesn't matter if it's athletics. Athletics who are high performing athletic athletes, when they're done with sports, they are going to go into careers that are high performing careers because that's their nature. Just like you're saying one of the top real estate agents in this area is because this is what you like to do. You're driven. You like, you have passion for creating and moving and doing stuff. This is what I love about the bubble also is that like you were saying a whole list of different things out here for athletes. It can be your competition, the scoreboard, your body, our bodies sometimes don't function the way we want them to as an athlete. Sometimes you get injuries. That is when you said it's everything outside of you, including your spouse and your kids, your body also, I think goes on the outside of the bubble. It does. Which I think is pretty incredible for, for athletics and sports to think about that, that your body doesn't define you. Nothing defines you. Right. Not, right. Nothing does. And, and that's so hard because as, I, as I've taken, and I don't want to say I've taken a step back from my insanity routine. <laughs> yeah. I'm just applying that routine in a different way mm -hmm. to help me feel whole and complete. And I struggle with this still literally every day. I do, I do meditation every day. I try and exercise or stretch every day. I, I literally, I put a glass bubble on I, we're all filled of energy and I'm, I'm a, full of light. And so I put a, a glass jar over top of me that that's my bubble today. So if someone throws a dagger at me, it'll hit that 
it'll hit that glass, bounce off. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't make glass, I should make like titanium. Uh -huh. So that way no one can shatter my bubble. <laughs> well, so that's, that's literally what I think of it as, is like that shield of Captain America. Mm -hmm. And where it's like, whenever he has an, a th the firing things coming at him, he just holds onto that shield and it just hits it and goes off. It doesn't impact him at all. So that's how I vision what you talk about, what you, the whole and complete idea, the bubble is just like this literal shield that's titanium that has no ability unless you lift the shield. And even when you do that, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. So you're still using your power to uh, open up that bubble and say, go ahead and do what you want. I, I'm going to go ahead and let you make me feel some way, which they can't, nothing can, but no. we're going to try to believe that something outside of us is going to cause our whole incompleteness to diminish or increase, which is never true. So the truth is that foundation, like you're saying. So I love, I love this idea for every aspect of our life, not just for business, but for athletics and as a student in school, um, anything you're doing, make a list of all those things that you think are causing you enjoyment or pain. And I love that. I love looking at it going, wait a second, maybe none of this is impacting who I am. It's just me being me. And I love me because I'm whole and complete. And all these things are just things. Mm -hmm. I, I do know. have on, I believe I did a Facebook live about a month or two ago on that, on that your whole and complete training. And I may or may not have fell off of my ottoman when I was doing that training. <laughs> <laughs> Six or eight seconds, I fell right on my face and I jumped back up. I'm blushing. If you guys are listening to this audio, totally blushing right now uh, because I wanted it to be real. I, I try not to edit my content. I just go as, as fast as I can. And yeah. it, uh, the, the whole training of just what she's saying is outlining every single thing, good and bad, mm -hmm. because I hate to break it to you. You're not a better person because you get first. Yeah, and you're not a you're not a worse person because you get last. Someone is always first, and someone is always last. Mm -hmm. And so, and that and that's hard as as a, as a top producer. I don't yep. want to be last. I want to be first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because you think what if you're first? What do you? What is our natural way of thinking if we're first? What is it, Peyton? I'm a better person. I'm right. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm more awesome because I got first. That is not true. Uh -uh. My my daughters. I have three girls right now and a boy, my wife pregnant. And my daughters have never asked me if I, whoa, that's striking a chord. They've never asked me if I got first. They only want me to be at home. And so, and, and I relate that to when you're an athlete and you're, you're feeling your emotions. I, I've been numb the past 18 months, grinding relentlessly on making sure I'm the best on the top. Now, I'll be honest, I still want to be on top because I just want to, but I'm realizing that it's not making me a better person or a worse person mm -hmm. on my income level or what, what place I get or any of those things. I always not, think, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, and that's hard to, hard to overcome. I still haven't all the way. I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm aware of it now, finally. Yeah. I think that um, the beautiful part about that is it's not about you're not going to have to work on it. I think you're always going to have to work on it because we all have this primitive evolved brain and the brain wants us to believe that we're not good enough, that there's something wrong with us or something wrong with life, or there's going to be, if not right now. And I think when you say I'm still working on it, it's going to be a lifelong pursuit to continually remind yourself that, Hey, the truth is I'm fine here. The truth is I'm sitting here breathing, having a conversation with somebody over zoom and everything is okay in this moment. 
but our brain wants us to think, well, if it's okay right now, just wait for the next moment, right? <laughs> and so that's always going to be a process, I, I believe. But that truth of whole and complete, when you think about your kids, they don't ask you, hey, dad, what did you win when you were in high school? Hey, dad, how many transactions did you um, complete this last year? They don't care about that. They just love you, which I think is a good lesson for all of us. When you're an athlete, what did you start doing sports for? Did you do it so that you could become a collegiate athlete when you were five years old? Probably not. You did it because you just loved the sport because you were already whole and complete. You showed up just because it was fun. And the, the phrase just because is one of my favorite phrases. You're doing real estate. You're trying to get to the top just because, but it feels very different now for you because you already know you're enough with or without it. Yep. And so, and, and I, I feel like I'm starting to be back to who I am as a person by saying, I love to do service mm -hmm. and I love to work really, I like to do service at the highest level possible. And it goes, it just goes back to, I've got to get this out of my brain that I need to do it at this level because then it makes me a better person. Mm -hmm. uh, what I'm realizing is that I am home completely and I'm going to work as hard as I can. And if I don't do 10 deals this month, I'm still whole and complete. Or mm -hmm. as, as I relate that to a collegiate athlete is I'm going to work as hard as I can because I want to. Mm -hmm. And if I lose, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really hard for someone to say and to actually feel those emotions. Right. And it so is. I would challenge you or, or your athletes or whoever's listening here to truly to say, I'm okay with losing. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And feel those emotions. There's probably going to be a lot of tears come out. Yes. And then to say, I'm okay with winning. Yeah. Yes, I am. And get pumped and jazzed and go work as hard as you can. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Just make sure that you have your bubble on, your shield, mm -hmm. your glass jar, or your titanium, you know, thing here that just says you're whole and complete and go work your butt off. And do it just because you want to, because you're curious, because you want to see what else you can create, because that's what we love to do is create more things, more of our life, more experiences, see where else we can fail, which you had nine or seven failed businesses. Only and you're seven. So, only, only seven. seven. <laughs> Not uh -huh. nine. What am I talking about? Come on. <laughs> but I love that. So Peyton, thank you. And I love this tool. You guys, I can't tell you how many people are telling me how much it's impacting their life to think about it. Yeah. Right. It's to think fun. about a bubble around them all the time that nothing can, can get into that bubble without their permission. And it's always because you allow it. And that bubble is your sacred space. Essentially that's you. That's who your core is. That's who you are since you've been a tiny baby. Nobody looked at you and they're like, oh, she should have had longer hair when she was born. No, she's perfect, right? Just like your four kids, perfect. And they've always been whole and complete. And can, I, can, I make, can I make one last statement? Please. So uh, share a quick experience. So I refed a, a church basketball game years and years and years ago. And I literally, I had people screaming at me. We're, we're at church. There's like 20 people watching this. It's a bunch of hooligans. They're fouling each other like crazy. I'm not a coach. I'm not a ref. And these people are screaming at me. And I'll be honest, I opened up my, my bubble wide open, and I just let it get to me. Stopped the game. I screamed at everyone. And I realized a respect for coaches and refs that I'd never experienced in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I want to say to any coaches that are listening to this is that when a parent is screaming at you, they're so angry. You didn't play their kid. You didn't do these things. In my mind, they're not mad at you. They're mad at themselves. They're mad at their own life. They're mad at their own things. And that when you can put that bubble on, mm -hmm. 
and just let them tell me more. Why are you mad your kid's not playing? Tell me more. Just let them come at it. And you have this shield on. It's going to make your a your life better. That parent is going to burn out eventually. They can only vent and yell so much. It's going to completely change your life on how you coach, how you if you ever have to ref, if you do any of those things, because you've got this perfect shield on. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe it's not perfect. The idea is perfect. Oh, it is perfect. It's a perfect shield because it's you. And there's yeah. and, and perfect. You are perfect with or without anything else. Without with or without the person yelling. Keep going though. I'm loving it. Yes. And so so it's a matter of realizing, stepping back and putting you in this bubble and saying, I am whole and complete. And I am having a really frustrated parent mad at me. Mm -hmm. And and I'm okay and, and I'm okay with that over here, but I'm still whole and complete no matter what. I couldn't imagine the pressure that a college coach has to have on on putting these kids or teenagers in at these massively high levels and that pressure is all on them holy cow that has got to be intense i love it and peyton that's so true could you imagine had you had this tool when you were in the middle of that situation that really didn't matter in the long run but in that situation where everybody's yelling at you as the ref as the coach who's not playing right and you have the shield and you're like uh-huh Go ahead. Tell me what else you're angry. What else are you afraid about? What else is bothering you? Bring it on. I will keep my bubble here and you can say whatever you want. Yes. It would have been, would would have been, been like, who is this guy? It would have been so cool. <laughs> right? Oh, I love that, especially for coaches. And a lot of coaches, I, in my mind, they're like, what, what they say is, I don't get paid enough for this, right? <laughs> Never. <laughs> right. But they do because if they realize they're whole and complete, then all they're doing is impacting the lives of others to help yeah. them feel whole and complete. And it's not about they're not showing up well enough for somebody's kid. It's that they're showing up perfectly and other people are learning from them how to show up. Do we need, do we need to say anything more to that then? No, I think you're, it's perfect. And I think it's great. And Peyton, I just wanted to say, you guys, the, Peyton's, uh, he's amazing. You guys can learn so much from him. If anybody wanted to talk to you more about this tool, and I'm sure you're creating lots of other tools, but this one is such an impactful one, especially right now with everything going on. If they have anything that they want to say, hey, can you explain this a little more? Can you help us draw this out? We were going to have them draw it out, but you know what? With, with time, we're not going to. Um, if you want a visual, if you want to talk to Peyton more, Peyton, could they get, get a hold of you? Yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll give people my cell phone. It doesn't bother me. So my phone is 435-359-7877. Or you can email me. It's just my name, Peyton Fisher, P-A-Y-T-O-N Fisher, F-I-S-H-E-R 1987 at gmail.com. Beautiful. I'll put that in the show notes. Peyton, thank you so much for your time today. And we sure appreciate what you've created for people to just love and enjoy. You guys use this. It's amazing. Thanks, right, Peyton. Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week. Bye.